Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is Shantae Lundy for Female Startup Club. Dune here. Today, I'm joined by Shantae Lundy, the founder of Black Girl Sunscreen. In 2016, when Shantae became tired of using sunscreen that left a white residue, she decided to leverage her MBA and knack for business to develop a melanin-friendly option for women who look like her called Black Girl Sunscreen. The groundbreaking product has not only provided women with darker skin tones a healthy option to protect their skin, but the brand has cultivated a strong reputation for empowering black women. In this episode, we're chatting about how she got started, why the violin plays a key part in this story, her experience with fundraising and key learnings for women who have a big idea and want to start their own business. And while I've got you here, if you've been loving these episodes, please do shout about it from the rooftops or share with the women in your network who would benefit from hearing these inspiring founder stories. It helps new ears find us and empowers the women in your life to dream big and think bigger. Let's jump into this episode. This is Shantae for Female Startup Club. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Shante, hi, hello, and welcome to the Female Startup Club podcast. Uh, hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm excited to be chatting with you and learning all about your business. I always get you to start by just giving us a little bit of an introduction to who you are and what your business is. Yes, my name is Shante Lundy and I am the creator and founder of Black Girl Sunscreen, a revolutionary sunscreen that has eliminated the white residue, that horrible white residue that everyone is just kind of like, I don't want to put sunscreen on while incorporating natural ingredients that are helpful to the skin. We started off with one skew, which is, I don't know, it just depends on how you perceive business. It's a good thing or a bad thing. But with Black Girl Sunscreen, we've turned that one skew into motivation and inspiration for an entire demographic. Amazing. I know that white sunscreen residue feeling well, <laughs> especially when you're a kid and you have it slathered all over your face and you're like, ick, and the smell. Yeah. Do you wear sunscreen? I do now. As of a recent, <laughs> a recent, maybe in the last two years, I started wearing sunscreen. But I was, you know, a kid who grew up in Australia being like, well, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure I don't need it. Turns out I do. Um, and I really started noticing the difference in my skin as I sort of hit my late 20s. And now I do wear sunscreen, thankfully. I actually got Australian vibes from you initially. Oh, yeah? I did. I'm Australian. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> I'm just based in London. Yeah, no, totally <laughs> get it. Where does your entrepreneurial story start? Um, you know, I would say at a really young age. You know, I started playing the violin in the second grade. And you're probably like, what is violin in the entrepreneurial spirit have to do with anything? Um, it has a lot to do with everything because, you know, playing an instrument or doing really any sport on a competitive level, you know, really gives you confidence. And, you know, I would say self-discipline and motivation and 
being like a self-starter. So at eight years old, you know, I was playing the violin solo in front of my entire, you know, elementary school. Call it, I don't know, you know, 150 students. And that's a big deal for an eight-year-old, you know, to get up on stage and to memorize music and to to have the heart to to go and do something. So I did that all the way up until high school. But my first job came at um, the age of 15 and I had a paper route. Again, not a super big deal, but nothing to take lightly. And I say that because, you know, having a paper route at the age of 15, it's such a tender age of being a teenager, right? For me, when I was a teenager, all we wanted to do was like have sleepovers, hang out with your friend at the mall. And then um, we all wanted to have like our own phone in our room. So like it was a landline, but it wasn't like attached to a cord. It was a cordless phone, not a cell phone. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I never had one in my room. (laughs) Oh, you didn't. So I did. And the only reason I was able to do that was because my family didn't pay for the line. Right now, um, my family couldn't afford to have two phone lines. It just was what it was. So what I said was like, okay, well, here are the things that I want to work towards, whether it's my phone line, whether it's the cute shoes that I want, whether it was saving up, you know, just a few pennies for college. I did that working from, you know, uh, 10th grade all the way until until college. So that was my first job. And it taught me, again, discipline, how to multitask and how to time manage because I was up early in the morning to deliver papers, then went to school from whatever, seven to three, then did cheerleading or track because I was on both and then did another job from six to nine. So my day was full, 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 full. And um, for me at that age, like I didn't think about being a businesswoman or a saleswoman. It was kind of what I needed to do to get by, to survive. Mm-hmm. And I also think it sounds like goal setting. You had like these goals that you wanted. You wanted your phone line. You wanted your your spending money. You were able yeah. to achieve those goals by your actions. As well as instilling a solid work ethic, right? So at 15, here I am setting goals for myself, but also knowing like in order to reach those goals, I have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Because the goals aren't just going to come without the legwork. Totally. And so at what point do you start being like, I want to start my own business and I have an idea? It didn't come until Black Girl Sunscreen. Um, And I think that (sighs) things happen naturally for people, right? And then you could just sit there and see that there is a need for something or you're doing something and you're like, hey, I wish I had this. And you go to look it up or figure out if it already exists and it doesn't. And I think that's how a lot of consumer product goods are developed and a lot of services are developed to enhance and improve services that already exist. So when it comes to Black Girl Sunscreen, this happened, you know, just a few years ago in 2017. You know, I was already had already completed my master's degree had already lived in a very tropical environment, South Florida, Miami. And I did a lot of outdoor activities and becoming a woman of the sun by traveling, outdoor yoga, hiking, and having a very 
diverse group of friends who would encourage me to wear sunscreen. And I'd be like, no, have you seen the way it looks on my complexion? Like, this isn't okay. And I don't feel comfortable wearing it. Um, And then that's when that aha moment came into place and was like, huh, I don't think there's anything that can address my concern. And when I jumped on onto Google to see if something exists, it in fact did not, at least in the way that I wanted it to exist, in the way where it spoke to me directly, right? Because there are sunscreen brands on the market today, not then, that have eliminated the white cast, right? But we're talking about five years ago where, yeah, people were talking about sunscreen, but not at the level they are today. Women of color also weren't acknowledged at the level that they are today in terms of their skin. So that was the moment where it was not necessarily, I'm going to make this into a business, but hey, can I create a product that can solve this concern? And then once, you know, Black Girl Sunscreen was brought to market, it was, okay, so what do I do? I'm, I'm going to, I launched on Instagram, Black Girl Sunscreen launched on Instagram. We're proud to say that because when you're coming from a place of not having many resources and um, you kind of have to be scrappy and gritty, right? Free marketing was, digital marketing was the way to do it, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, whatever, right? And that's where all the eyes were. And if you want attention, you have to make noise on those platforms at that time and still even today. So with that being said, you know, we had a, a e-commerce store, but our marketing efforts were digitally launched, right? So that's when it really became a business when we were selling Black Girl Sunscreen, you know, on our .com. Prior to that, it was just kind of like the idea, then product, and then is anybody else going to buy this besides my friends and family? <laughs> and lots of people have. I want to go back to before the launch on Instagram to talk about the key steps to you actually getting that product, that physical product that you were ready to put on the dot com and be like, hello world, buy my product. So um, in terms of what formulation or, you know, what are some of the steps that we took? um, Mm -hmm. What are some of the steps that you were kind of taking to, you know, was it working with the manufacturer first? Was it building the brand first? Was it actually just building the community on Instagram first and the product came after? What were the kind of, what's the timeline? They were all intertwined because I don't, you know, everyone has a different like way of doing things. And we wanted to make sure that we had customers to purchase. Um, We had, uh, when we launched, we actually uh, put it on pre-order. So we did have, you know, whatever, 40 orders ready to go before we even had the physical finished product in hand. Um, You know, when it came to finding the right chemist and manufacturer that aligned with their brand, that was one of the hardest parts because most people ask themselves, where do I even start? What are the keywords that I put in Google? And um, it's, it's really like just going down a rabbit hole to kind of find who may work for you. You know, your strategy might be like, hey, I want my um, the operations of my business to be in this region, right? Like I want it to be where I live so I can do spot checks 
or, hey, I don't really care where the facilities are. So it's just depending on like your strategy. My strategy was I lived in South Florida. South Florida is also a port, meaning the port of Miami. So goods come in and out of there, right? Without extra freight, like going into the middle of the country, right? So there were certain things that I actually thought of before saying, hey, I want this manufacturer that's located, I don't know, in Iowa, right? So there were a lot of like things that I were extremely mindful about when kind of structuring my operations. That's so interesting. I never thought about that, like the cost of getting it from A to B once it arrives. It's just mm-hmm. never even crossed my mind. That's such an interesting slash crucial insight into building a business, especially in the beginning? Well, the cost, right? And then the time, the timelines, right? So if you have to adhere to deadlines, um, you know, we have major retailers that distribute Black Girl Sunscreen. You know, there are ship windows and ship dates and delivery dates. And, you know, when you have operations that are pretty close in proximity, you can kind of almost do things at the 11th hour. Of course, it's not ideal, but it can happen. So that was my thinking then. My thinking now is I would do it the same way. I would definitely, you know, have my warehouses together, you know, everything close together. So if it's time for meetings, you know, I can jump in the manufacturer who knows the chemist, you know, it's a complete full circle. Mm -hmm. Love that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I always love to ask about the money piece of the puzzle. What kind of capital did you need to get started in terms of placing that first order, building the website and kind of hitting go? And how were you financing the brand in the beginning? Yeah, all of those things are super crucial. So um, Black Girl Sunscreen, I started with $35,000. And um, that was from the monies that I saved while working in corporate America. And um, you don't see many companies jumping in the sun care space because it is expensive. Um, And expensive is relative, right? It's costly. Um, It's costly because there are several testings that go into your products. The minimum quantity for an order is higher than it would be for, I don't know, maybe um, like a sweater or a piece of jewelry, right? So, and then the timeline, you know, do you have the patience to wait for testings to be complete? And if the testing doesn't come back right, do you have that stamina and kind of like mindset to say, okay, we're going to do this again, right? So I would say from that standpoint that it's challenging. And even with the capital that I had at that time, it still wasn't really adequate. And this is all in hindsight. I did what I had to do, right? But if you want to scale your business, you will eventually need more than whatever you invest, right? Because it continues to grow. One of the things that I prioritized while starting Black Girl Century was definitely having a website because in my mind, how was a consumer going to purchase, right? Like I didn't think, I didn't want to just say like, oh, you know, we're on, I don't know, Facebook Marketplace. You can buy through there. Or, you know, I wanted it to feel legit, Like you're going to get an invoice, you're going to get a tracking number, you know, you're going to get a package from us with a handwritten note and it's all going to seem all fine and dandy, even though there's only one person that is handling customer service, marketing, you know, packaging, fulfillment and all that stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Amazing. (laughs) Love that. The one woman show. (laughs) In 2017, for sure. Now it's different, right? Because we've scaled, um, you know, we're in Target, which is, you know, a mass retailer here in the States. We're also in um, Ulta, which is leading beauty store here in the United States. We have um, several relationships with local brick and mortar stores that carry Black Girl sunscreen, as well as smaller pharmacies. And then we support um, third-party uh, e-commerce websites that speak to, you know, women of color in terms of sun care and skin care. So um, one person couldn't do this at the level that we're at now. Totally. How big is the team now? Uh, we are a team of 12. Holy moly. That's exciting. Yeah, cool. yeah it is. It is. I want to go into talking about the marketing side of things. You mentioned in the beginning, it was very much Instagram focused and you were creating noise on that platform. How were you creating noise and keeping the momentum going after you launched? And like, how did your marketing evolve? (laughs) It's still evolving. Uh, You know, first of all, the marketing is like when you're younger, you like have to like 
find out who you are, if that makes sense. Like, so maybe you like dye your hair purple and then you like realize like, nah, that wasn't me right now. Seriously. Right. <laughs> or, um, I'm still going through that phase. <laughs> yeah. Or you dress a certain way and you're like, nah, or you're like, yeah, this is totally me. I feel so comfortable. And that's what Black Girl Sunscreen um, we had to do was really understand who we were, what our voice sounded like, and what we were perceived as in our community. So once we kind of wrapped our heads around that, I think we were able to kind of just run full force um, because that's really the hardest part when it comes to marketing is developing your voice. How can you speak to your consumer? And we do that by really mixing a couple of things. First, being human. Second, understanding our culture, but then being professional, right? So when you follow Black Girl Sunscreen, you know that there's a woman of color behind marketing, right? Or not, but they're doing a good job resonating with the community. And in terms of Instagram, like I said, it's about, you know, you can't post and ghost, meaning like you don't post something and then, you know, not respond to comments, you know, and then trial and error. Let's see how certain things work. If it doesn't work, then maybe we don't do it again or we bring it back differently. And so just taking the risk of seeing what's going to resonate with the community. And that's how we did it on Instagram from even the colors. Like our brand colors are black gold. We throw in some whites, yellows, neutral colors. But if we throw anything like bright, it doesn't do well for us. So it's even, you know, having our uh, consumer base and our followers even like just recognizing like our aesthetics. Like, oh, this is different. I don't know about that. So even just sticking to like the brand, like McDonald's is known for bright red and yellow. They kind of stick to that. Mm -hmm. So true. When you look back at the journey over the last few years, were there any clear tipping points or quantum leaps forward that stand out to you? Uh, No. Shantae has always worked in a silo And really been focused on whatever the pie in the sky is. So if our goal was to get a headquarters so we can house, you know, 10 employees, then then that was the goal. No tipping points because actually maybe one. And that was when we were trying to raise capital um, and understanding when that time wasn't even understanding that it was an appropriate time because I don't know that a lot of businesses do understand when it is time to, or when they can start speaking to investors or if they have the confidence, do I know that I have the amount of sales or profitability? You know, what's my story? How am I doing in marketing? Do I have enough customers? So I I think for us, um, that was a major, I would say, not necessarily tipping point, but a stage in the business where we had to pause for a second. And what was it to you that made you realize, oh, it's time to start getting some funding? Well, yeah, it wasn't about Shantae continuing to reinvest her money, right? Like my money is only so long. 
<laughs> where where my back is against the wall because we need inventory to fulfill, you know, um, major POs. So that's where it was just kind of like, okay, we need to do something different to elevate the brand. Right. And so I read that last year in 2020, you secured about a million dollars in funding, in private funding. What was your experience like during that process? And what are the key takeaways or learnings that you can share for anyone else going through the process? Um, For me, I don't think there's a lot of conversations and education in the community of Black females and, you know, minority-led businesses. So you could be going into a conversation and not know all the terminology, which isn't a good look, right? So doing the research first um, is extremely important. And then truly understanding that it's a true partnership, right? And not necessarily being desperate for the funding um, and knowing what you're looking for in a partner. You may want someone that is like, hey, you know what? I don't necessarily want to be involved in the day to day. Or maybe you do want that that type of advice. So understanding um, like self-awareness is key when it comes to that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think it's also one of those, again, like really big learning curves where you learn a lot about yourself and how you feel in those situations and how you tackle, you know, that vulnerability again, like going back to what you were saying as, as an eight-year-old playing the violin, you've got to put yourself out there and kind of show all of your cards on the table. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I also read that you are now in hundreds of Target stores. You reached a $5 million valuation last year after the fundraise. What are the kind of goals that you're working towards now, say, over the next 12 months? Uh, Great, great question. Um, So again, it is um, to continue to grow um, and to really own this space of sun care in this demographic. You know, one of the hardest things is um, changing the narrative and the perception around sun care and sun safety. And this is amongst all people, because even, you know, I, I asked you earlier, do you wear sunscreen? You said, well, now I do. Right. So it's not just an issue of black people or brown people not wearing sun care um, products. It's really all people, because what's that message around uh, sunscreen? Are we remembering it in our daily kind of behaviors and movements? So, um, you know, our goals within the next year is just to continue to start the conversation, although it may be difficult, continue the conversation and make sure that there's visibility around sun safety, regardless if somebody is wearing black girl sunscreen or not. We are an option. We are an alternative. Just like when you go into the grocery store, there are 25 bags of potato chips on the shelves. You're going to pick one or two, right? They're all an option. And that's what black girl sunscreen is here to say, like, we are an option, Mm -hmm. but we want you to wear it. And how do you educate? the consumer and the wider kind of audience with that message? Yeah, I love this question too. So um, post or pre-pandemic, Shantae and staff were doing a lot of um, events, um, in-person expos. You know, we have a PR team that is constantly, you know, um, having Black Girls Sunscreen kind of circulate with the message of sun safety. We also believe that education starts with the youth. So we've had conversations at local elementary schools and middle schools. 
So that was pre-pandemic. Um, during the pandemic, everything um, transitioned to virtual. So co- many conversations still being had on virtual platforms. And um, now currently we're still in the middle of it, but we're still just being very visible. And it's just continuing the conversation, partnering with, you know, cancer societies, organization, melanoma organizations, and just making sure that we are as visible as possible. And then when you have, you know, such a strong following, our consumers, our followers serve as advocates as well, right? Because the biggest marketing piece is word of mouth referrals. People telling their friends, their families, their loved ones, whoever, hey, you know, you should be wearing sunscreen, right? And this is why you should be wearing sunscreen. And they're literally regurgitating everything that we say. So that's just on the conversation piece. On the digital piece, we penetrate it like no other. Our messaging is very direct, very salacious, and so to the point where you can't miss it, right? And then we have um, some out-of-home marketing, meaning we have billboards, um, we do radio ads, lots of podcasting, like we're having this conversation right now. I appreciate the, the time and the conversation, right? But this is how we get the education of sun safety just kind of like circulating. Mm -hmm. Circulating on all the different platforms, all the different mediums. Love it. Loved the billboard, by the way. I saw um, saw the pictures on your Instagram. It looks so cool. Yeah, thank you. Must have been a thrilling moment. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things like, okay, I'll get there, right? And, And patience during this journey is everything because you will probably not be able to afford a billboard day one, day two, month one, month 12. (laughs) But now that's something that like, okay, we're going to do this. So Skin Cancer Awareness Month is uh, just a couple weeks away. We have some more billboards popping up to bring awareness on sun safety during the month of May. Mm, Awesome. That's amazing. Love that. What is your key piece of advice for women who have a big idea and want to start their own business? Do it. Like literally implement your ideas, clear out the minutiae, meaning like, you know, sometimes yourself may talk yourself out of it or someone else may chime in and say, I don't, I don't really know and kind of second guess your idea, but I lead with intuition. And what that means is, if it feels like something I should do, I, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it with conviction. And if it doesn't work, doesn't necessarily work. And I, and I keep going. So my advice to women or anyone that has an idea, put it on paper and then actually start it. You may not have all the capital that you need. You don't need all the capital, right? Black girl sunscreen Our first photo shoot was done with mock-ups from Kinko's, but we literally got plastic, stapled it together and taped like a printed photograph of um, the bottle on plastic. We did our photo shoot, you know, because we needed the images to go to create the website. And I mean, as soon as we had the real deal in hand, we swapped that out. But why delay something if you can have a remedy up front? So um, I don't think that lack of resources 
should stop anyone because I think being resourceful is very important and then feeling confident. And I know that, you know, people are afraid to fall, but if you don't fall, you first of all, you don't know what it feels like to fall. You got to know what it feels like. My solo um, act in um, second grade, I didn't mention this. It started off as a duet and um, the girl, she called out of school sick. Right. She didn't come to school. She was sick. I was terrified. And I told my music teacher I didn't want to do it. I was crying. And she said, Shanta, you can do this. And so I was up first and I got so nervous. I ran off the stage crying. And at the end of the concert, I came back on stage and I did my piece. So I tell you that story because it's okay not to achieve the outcome that you're looking for the first time. Mm, Thank you for sharing that. That's amazing. You're welcome. At the end of every episode, I ask a series of six quick questions. Some of it we may have already covered, but I ask it so that I have all the answers that we can look back and see what the trends are or the certain insights and that kind of thing. So question number one is what's your why? Why do you do what you do? Because I love it. And um, I am enamored with the fact of doing something bigger than what I thought my life would be. So it is important to me to create this legacy within the space that I'm in. Love that. Amazing. Question number two is, what do you think has been the number one marketing moment that's made the business pop so far? Like I said, we we are you know, marketing is at the forefront of our business. (laughs) Uh, And and I feel like we're really strong. Um, I think that it could go back to, I want to think like pre-BLM, I think we just had a strong marketing presence. I mean, just from saying like, don't be ashy, (laughs) wear black girl sunscreen, like something like that. Then, you know, um, having different articles hit like the Forbes article was, um, you know, circulating for a while. Um, and then of course, um, the heightened awareness of black lives matters and, um, you know, supporting black owned businesses was another, um, you know, just doing, participating in different collaborations, um, being on national TV three times, you know, getting shout outs from different artists, um, including Beyonce. This morning we were on the Today Show. Yeah, so it's not one particular moment for Black Girl Sunscreen. It is a culmination of of things um, that have really helped, you know, propel um, and really make the brand consistent. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Beyonce. That's so cool. What a moment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it is. Incredible. Question number three is, where do you hang out to get smarter? What do you read or listen to or subscribe to that is worth shouting about? Ooh, she said to get smarter. Uh, That's good. uh, To get smarter because that shit is like, well, who do you think is even smart to listen to them, right? So um, hmm. I have some books that I haven't really had the opportunity to read uh, because I like to read like on planes. Um, I will watch CNN and this is only to hear different perspectives. 
But, um, you know, typically for me, getting smarter has just been in university. You know, I have my undergrad master's and was enrolled in a doctoral program. And I feel like that coupled with my life experiences and my education has allowed me just to have a certain level of intelligence. Um, you know, I engage in conversations that are difficult, but also enlightening. So there's not one thing that I can attribute to, you know, my continuing kind of um, search for knowledge. It is around me every single day. Mm -hmm. Love it. Question number four is what are your AM or PM rituals and habits that keep you feeling happy and motivated and successful? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they keep me happy, motivated and successful, but because each day is so different and I have to say that they're not always happy days or motivating days. They could be really hard days. And I do it because of that. Why? Right. Like, hey, Shante, you have to finish the job regardless of how you feel. So, you know, sometimes for me to unpack everything, it might just be a phone call to a fellow brand founder that we kind of share either similar or different sentiments on what's happening or not happening. It, you know, just just talking sometimes 10 minutes on the phone from my drive from uh, work to home is enough. Again, I'm a self-starter. I'm self-motivated. So there's not one particular thing that I'm just kind of like, yes, this is my go-to to recharge. Um, I have a goal and I'm really determined to reach that goal. Mm -hmm. Question number five is, if you only had $1,000 left in the business bank account, where would you spend it? Oh, that's damn really hard. Oof. I would try to spend it on getting more money because the first thing that comes to mind is how will we meet payroll? $1,000 is not enough at all. So how can I, you know, oof, multiply this this $1,000 by, by 10, by 20? That's what I would do. That's a really good question. Thank you for asking. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> and question number six, last question is, how do you deal with failure? What's your mindset and approach when things don't go to plan? Yeah, I'm very optimistic. And um, I think that, you know, the word failure is not in my vocabulary. It's more of a learning experience. And how do you overcome that? And what was, um, what did you learn from it? And how do you spin that? Like, okay, that, that didn't work out. So what's plan B and C? Right. I don't necessarily think of like a failure. I just think of like, OK, that didn't work. Yeah. What's next? You get an F on the test. You can retake it. Right. Mm -hmm. You can retake it. So the word failure, you know, for me, is, is not even in our building. We're committed to excellence in everything that we do. Love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to share your experiences and your learnings about what you're building with Black Girl Sunscreen. I've loved chatting with you and I'm so excited for everything that's to come. Thank you so much, Dune, for having me. You have a good day and I'm glad that uh, the UK is experiencing some warmer weather. Oh, me too. <laughs> June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. 
We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. (laughs) 